Listener discretion is always advised. Listen to this. I'm Cody. Pronouns E M R R Z Z Z Z Z or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z hers. I am a white transmasculine femme non-binary temporarily mostly able-bodied neurodivergent obsessive compulsive chronically ill culturally jewish unitarian universalist non-monogamous demi-low romantic gray demi-bisexual survivor of acute and complex trauma millennial and cat parent in health recovery okay um i think that i might have i just might have to redo exactly what the fuck just happened because I have no idea about a majority of that shit it is that that person was talking about. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what the fuck this is. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast, the best solo produced podcast coming up out of the Sacramento Valley. I don't give a damn if your feelings are gonna get hurt. I don't care. This is the second edition, the two-piece, you punk motherfuckers. Let's get it. I had to follow it up, you guys. Yeah, it's it's the same day. It's it's still Tuesday, January 17th. But for distribution reasons, this podcast will be added to the podcast that you will be listening to next so you get two for one and then I'm done for the day but we already know it is my job to 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 crawl the internet to to roll around the internet and find interesting clips it is that I could share with the people that want to share time with me and today it was so many motherfucking things that, that I wanted to talk about I didn't have enough time so I had to follow it up with a two-piece for you sensitive motherfucking bitches. But anyway, you guys know what I do around here. You guys understand my mentality. At least if you don't, you about to learn about that shit real quick. Let's go ahead and get this shit started, man. I'm Justice. This is the peace. And I'll break you bitches into pieces if you ask for it. Or I'll leave your motherfucking soul whole, nigga. I love everybody. Truthfully, a peaceful motherfucking person. But damn it, sometimes I want to pull my motherfucking hair out when this shit just goes. All right, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, um, a little exhausted. A little exhausted, I am. It's it's uh it's been a, a long, 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 long day, and, and my work it seems is never done. It's never ever done. I. I, I I constantly get these things, they're dropped on my lap, they're brought to me, they happen to just drop within eyesight range for me to just, I don't know, rant, rave, do whatever the fuck it is that I do over here, but I do it well, so let's get this shit started, okay? All right, all right, all right, well, this is 2023, right? Am I right? Is 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 that true? Grandson, what's up, dude? As you wish. It's 2023. Now make sure you talk to people in the right tone. Make sure you use the right words. Make sure you know the right prefix, suffix, nuffix, whatever the fuck fix it is. Get your fix, but don't ever ever forget to use the proper language when you're talking to people because you could hurt their feelings like this. Oh, looks like the season outside is identifying as fall. 
Good for them. I'm headed out. I'm gonna go get my fifth booster, okay? Everyone do your part, all right? That's how we beat this. Hey, stimulus, get down here. Hey, Keith, bud, can you come over here? I wanna talk to you about your allowance, okay? So since you did all your chores, I'm gonna give you your full allowance, but I am gonna take $3 and redistribute those to your sister who didn't do a darn thing all week, okay? Oh no, I do not watch NFL football. Uh, sometimes I'll watch the national anthem if some of the black players are kneeling though. So we need to learn a lesson today on thinking before you speak, okay? Is anything you're saying going to be potentially triggering, culturally appropriating anyone? Really, I wanna make it really difficult for you to speak at all, kinda like our president. I won't rest until everyone is black. <laughs> oh, it's time for my daily affirmations. Your ancestors sold slaves. Stop, they did. Now I was gonna let you go on about that shit. I even let the black shit pass because I know some of you white people deep down in your hearts wish you could be black. I really do. But it's not a laughing matter. When your ancestors did sell slaves and you sit to profit off of a legacy that was motherfucking built way back when. You're winning off of that legacy. And now you jokishly laugh in the mirror as you do your little TikTok dumb shit. I mean, hey, you want to be a grown man? You want to play with black people's emotions? Go to the hood, white boy. Okay? It's not a master bedroom. It's a primary bedroom. Yeah. See, that's the thing, is once you start getting into racism, you kind of understand the pillars of this motherfucking country was built on it. The master bedroom is the master's bedroom. Wanting to tan your skin is racist. It's not racist, but it is appropriation. To a certain extent, you'd like to darken your skin to look a little bit more exotic, but you showing the fuck don't want to be black. All dads should be women. Nigga, I will punch you in your esophagus. Oh, looks like the season outside is identical. Looks like the season for some bullshit. I mean, good. God, oh my. I mean, well, what do you do with that kind of shit? You know, I mean, some of it's right, some of it's wrong. You know, pick and choose. Pick and choose your battle, motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know. I do know this. That the more and more and more we, we are having this this interaction with each other. Some people, they lose their shit, but other people, boy, don't they rise to the motherfucking occasion. Don't they just bring you content that you can't find anywhere. I'm about to play something for you that I didn't even think existed. I've seen dozens of scary movies, and the scariest shit in the world is to have your fucking body possessed by a soul or by a spirit better yet by a demon but even worse what if you're black and you're possessed by a clansman what is your name bob how old are you bob you hear that now this lady is talking to bob all right bob remember bob 46 hold on what about bob and what happened to your body how did you lose it now, 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 it's in, it's inaudible, so that's not your ears fucking with you. Did you live, Bob? Louisville. Now, Bob is from Louisville. Is Louisville racist? Are you ready to go to the light? What's there? What, what is there? You're attached to a body that doesn't belong to you, and you're causing pain to that body. It's a liver body. She said it, Bob. So I think Bob is in a sister's body, a black lady's body, and, and uh, he's causing harm to her, right? And he knows that he's in a black person's body. What is it? 
a nigger body. What's that supposed to mean? Use it the way I please. Nigga, are you telling me that racism exists beyond the grave? So if you die a racist, your ghost is a racist? How does that work? Like, uh, are spirits white? Like, like we see in the movies when they float around, are apparitions white? Are they yellow? Are they green? Are they green? Like, is there like a, a, a race war with spirits going? Let me stop. How is that helping you being attached to her there? She's strong. Yeah, he keeps saying that she's strong. That sister's strong. So don't you think it's time for you to move along? And go where? To the light. What if they don't take me there? What did you do? I was a Klansman. Kill a few niggas. Shit. I don't know if they take me in a lot. Now you see, Bob, I hope they kick your ass, Bob. What is your name? Bob. Bob, you were a piece of shit in life. And now, Bob, you're a piece of shit in death. I don't know what to say about Bob. But Bob, I don't like you, Bob. Bob, I hope they burn your fucking soul, Bob. You see, I talk about this, this entrance into heaven. For those who are, who have earned the escalator to heaven so that they don't have to use their pristine wings. I also believe that if you're going to hell, that it's a dry slip and slide into that motherfucker. You just slide down into hell until all of your skin bubbles and boils off. You dirty bastard, Bob. I can't stand you, Bob. You so sorry, motherfucker. Grandson, you're going to have to let me vent. I'm tired. I mean, God, don't you hear it in my voice? I mean... Sheesh, what the fuck is going on? Now I'm dropping shit? I mean, come on, man. I don't know what to do about Bob. I really don't know what to do about Bob. I, I, I literally lost my shit right there, so, um... Fuck you, Bob. All right, on to other motherfucking shit in the news, and boy, it's always some shit in the news. I work at this shit processing factory. And in this shit processing factory, there are numerous motherfucking people that work there. Hundreds, sometimes thousands of people show up to process the same shit over and over again. I am lucky enough to, 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 to you know, have had conversations with some of these technicians of, of, of shit. And one of these technicians brought up a story that I had no idea about. I'm going to share this story with you. And it is a very sad story. It is something that we all know exists in this world. It is something that we all, I believe, fight with at one time or another in our life. And that's our mental wellness. Now, this story is about a woman bringing her dead toddler to a, day, to a daycare and acting like the toddler was just sleeping. It's three parts to this story, so you might hear it click once or twice, but listen intently to what it is that this lady says. Sorry it took so long for me to get back to y'all with the story time, which I know everybody wants. So here we go. And please do me a favor, just in case the algorithm don't bring those people back who really wanted to know, go, go find a comment and tag them in this so they can yeah, I found the story, my guy. Here it is. So they can know. But anyways, here's the story of the woman that brought her child to daycare who was already dead. Okay, so there was this little boy. One day at the daycare, he got sick and threw up. So my director told his mama, he can't come back unless you bring a doctor's note, you know, stating that he's okay. So a few days go by and it was made clear among the staff, don't let him come back because his mama didn't come up with a doctor's note. 
But after a few days, when the woman showed up to drop the baby off, the staff member that was there went on and let her, you know, drop him off. And the mama says, you know, I gave him some medicine. He's asleep right now and he'll probably be asleep for a little while because I gave him some medicine. And I was like, oh, okay. But then she's like, can I lay him down because he's asleep? And she was like, sure. So she goes and she lays the baby down. And it just so happens that within five minutes of her dropping this baby off, my director calls to check in. And she's like, you know, who's all there right now? And the staff member is naming off the kids, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And then when she gets to his name, my director's like, huh? Stop. Go. What is he doing there? She was like, oh yeah, he came to drop him off. She said he's doing fine, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I said, don't let him come back until the mom gets a doctor's note. Now this right here, before any of the rest of the story is, is told to you, I want to say one thing very, very clearly. The person who is operating that daycare is goddamn near a hero because that right there is standing not only by your principles, but it is the it is an insurance policy on every other child that is there because if that child was alive and was sick, every single child within that person's care could catch whatever cold virus, whatever the fuck it is. But anyway, I continue. And so my director says, go and go and check him you know and when she goes over there she's like he's not moving so my direct away she just freaked out and still brought him in so she didn't go to jail or anything like that he passed of natural causes and she just did the weirdest craziest most irrational thing that you could do but that's that's the story y'all passed away she just freaked out Hold that I missed a piece within five minutes of her dropping his baby off, my director calls to check in. And she's like, you know, who's all there right now? And the staff member is naming off the kids, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And then when she gets to his name, my director's like, huh? What is he doing there? She was like, oh yeah, he came to drop him off. She said he's doing fine, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I said, don't let him come back until the mom gets a doctor's note. And so she, my director says, go and go and check him, you know? And when she goes over there, she's like, he's not moving. So my director's like, turn him over. When she turns him over, he was already gone. And it was clear that he had been gone for hours. He was, you know, black and blue. Now, oddly enough, in a story like this, the woman didn't kill him. He had been sick his whole life and he had water on his brain. Like when the autopsy came back, it was natural causes. She and she had a history of mental illness, and when she, when she found him that passed away, she just freaked out and still brought him in. So she didn't go to jail or anything like that. He passed of natural causes, and she just did the weirdest, craziest, most irrational thing that you could do. But that's that's the story, y'all. Passed away. Man, I mean, mental health Ill illness. I mean. You can call it whatever the fuck it is that you want to call, you know, what happens when we kind of snap. But there is something that I take into consideration that most people don't even acknowledge. And that's that this is a system that is not made by nature. This is a man-made system that we're living in. Our bodies are not supposed to be doing what the fuck it is that we're doing right now. We're supposed to sleep at night. We're supposed to be up during the day. And we show in the fuck. Ain't supposed to be uh, pillaging and hunting and doing all the shit that we do to feed some rich motherfucker.
It's just that simple. It fucks with the human psyche, and that's why I believe a lot of people have mental fucking breakdowns. But now, I want to share an interaction with you. Something to take you off of that story. Something maybe might bring a smile to your ugly ass face. This is what happens when you exercise your freedom of speech and it's acknowledged. Sticker in your back window. Which one? Uh, the giant image of Paul Pelosi that says balls deep stick. Now, if you don't know who Paul Pelosi is, that's Nancy Pelosi's motherfucking husband. He's a motherfucking traitor on Wall Street. Nancy Pelosi is a motherfucker who works in Congress. They have made the most money off the stock market, I believe, in the last 10 years. What a coinky dink. I'm sorry. Finish. Sticker in your back window. Which one? Uh, the giant image of Paul Pelosi that says balls deep state. Oh, I'm exercising my right to freedom of speech. I understand that, and I'm not trying to infringe on those rights in any way, shape, or form. Uh, to be honest, if it was me, I probably would have got rid of the word state, just kept the balls deep, and added a picture of the attacker. But nevertheless, we know we're trying to avoid conflict in the community. I do want to See? When they try to stop you, remain calm. Always remain calm no matter what the fuck is going on in your life. Don't let nobody pull you up out of your motherfucking element. And don't ever, ever think that you have to act tough. Because people, you know what? You don't think that I know what I'm talking about, even though I've been talking about the same thing on every fucking episode. Let this guy, who's a little bit younger than I am, explain to you why you don't need to act tough. Do not act tough, no matter how strong you are. Let me explain why. You probably noticed a lot of these professional fighters, like boxers, wrestlers, and ETC, they say they would never fight in the street. And there's a reason behind that, because it's just not worth it. It's not worth it to be out here rolling around with nobody in the street. For example, the other day, I was with my friend in a parking garage. It was late at night, we are trying to get out. For some reason, my card wasn't working. So I asked the lady if I can pay with cash. The guys next to us started laughing and saying things like, Oh, you got a beamer, but you can't even pay for parking. Jealousy. And I just ignored it. And they just kept going with it. Like, damn, dude got a beamer he can't do. And it was literally just two fat dudes sitting in the car. Two fat fucks. You know, I wrestled in high school. I played football. As a kid, I did Muay Thai. So I know how to stand for myself. My friend is 6'2 that hits the gym. So guess what we did? We just kept it pushing. You know why? You have to understand. If those two people have the courage to talk to you like that, that means they have nothing to lose. And it's bad when people have nothing to lose. Guess what happened when we drove off? Nothing. If we responded, could have been bad. Do not act tough. Do not act tough. There are a lot of people who are hurting in the world. And this kind of goes back to the mental illness thing. You don't have anything to prove to anybody but your goddamn self. I don't give a fuck what nobody else has told you. At the end of the day, you gotta look at yourself in the motherfucking mirror. At the end of the day, you gotta sleep by yourself. Even if somebody is sleeping next to you, you are stuck in your own motherfucking head. And the last thing that you want stuck in, stuck in your motherfucking head or on your motherfucking head is a knot in a motherfucking black eye. So do not act up and you might not get a knot nor a black eye because niggas like to shoot. They've been raised with women their whole lives. They've got a whole bunch of feminine tendencies. Motherfuckers get sensitive. Motherfuckers get all kind of weird. I just, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I, I really wish, I wish I had an instance where I could, could, just explain to you how dangerous it is 
to get into it with these young feminine fucks. Well, who, who would have thought that there is an example of exactly what the fuck it is that I'm talking about? And this story is coming to you from Hollywood Unlocked and many other different news agencies. The, the, the shit I'm about to read to you, and I don't mean shit, but the verbiage that I'm getting ready to um, read to you is from Hollywood Unlocked. This is from Maurice C., the University of Alabama player who, was a, who has alleged to have shot and killed a 23-year-old mother on Sunday was all because she wasn't interested in talking to him. You hear what I just said? The University of Alabama basketball player who is allegedly who is alleged to have shot and killed a 23-year-old mother on Sunday was all because she wasn't inter interested in talking to him. Her mother has claimed a 21-year-old Darius Miles and Michael Lynn Davis have been charged with capital murder of Janaea Jonay Harris's death after she was shot and killed near the campus. Oh my God, come on, you guys. Harris's mother, DeCarla Cotton, still shocked by the senseless, senseless shooting, has since issued a few words about the tragic incident, claiming that her daughter's life was taken because he, would, because he wouldn't talk to him. Because she wouldn't talk to him is what I believe it meant to say. Referring to Miles, who was accused of shooting at the car Harris was riding in. The suspects were arrested shortly after cops obtained surveillance footage along with witness statements describing the two men who matched Davis's and Miles' appearance. Wow, Cotton had also told um, AL.com that her daughter was the only one in the area to visit a family relative saying she was a beautiful young woman who loved her family and most of all of her five-year-old son, wait, who loved her family and most of all her five-year-old son, Kane. He had a name from Boys in the Hood. Uh, uh, okay, she was just... She was just trying to enjoy her weekend with her cousin that attends the University of Alabama and her boyfriend. Wow. Wow. I mean, shit. I hope somebody bust his ass. No lie. And I mean, I hope somebody grab him by his waist and busts his ass for acting like a bitch. Be careful out there. You really can't talk to too many people. Everybody all inside they feelings. These niggas ain't got no bag. Not no bag literally with money, but a bag of fucking emotions. A bag of fucking sensitivity. And then you want to talk about light-skinned niggas. Y'all motherfuckers need to fix yourself. Maybe you fix your wealth. I mean, goodness gracious. How you gonna kill somebody because they don't want to talk to your ugly ass? Speaking of ugly people, and I really hate to ugly shame, and I'm not the one who's really ugly shaming. Listen to this interaction. Dad, my friend just had a baby today. Look at his baby. God damn! Yeah, it's on FaceTime, it's on FaceTime. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a beautiful baby. What just the joking. fuck is wrong with her? I'm <laughs> side what the fuck is wrong with that baby ugly baby that's a uh, hey you know what that is one thing that 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 that's the hardest thing to do is when someone shows you their child and their child is ugly sometimes it's hard to lie you just say huh, how, how old is he or she or uh, it <laughs> depending on how old the child is speaking of it's it has been a long fucking time for, for, I've been trying to figure out an angle 
on how to get at this appropriation that has been happening for over four motherfucking decades. I want to play this little clip for you, and then I'm going to play another clip, and they both go together because they're all about one person in particular. Let me see if you can figure out who the fuck it is that that person is before the people that's there say who it is that they talking to at the moment. Did you follow that? Probably not. Take a listen. I just want to make sure you all know why you're here. Yes. Amy Schumer. Oh. Truth or dare? Dare, bitch. Ooh. I want you to show me with this spread how you lick your husband's what? asshole. <laughs> Hold on. Is she talking about tossing salad? Someone get the Caesar. <laughs> I mean, butthole. I think we're done. Nope. <laughs> Amy Schumer eats booty, right? <laughs> Madonna. Yeah. I Madonna. They gave it away before I could tell you. I dare you mm -hmm. to do a world tour and play your greatest motherfucking hits. Oh. Her greatest motherfucking hits. I love Amy Schumer. I mean, I think I do. I mean, she's 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 funny. Yeah, right. She's funny, right? But Madonna. Four decades. Yeah. Madonna. As in Forty years. Fuck yeah. I think that there's some answering that Madonna might have to do. We're talking, we're like talking, a virgin. Oh, like your heart. yeah, like a virgin, and you know all of them songs where you fucking dogs and and you had sex with Pac and all that beautiful shit. Well, Madonna, you're not off the hook because I think that you are on some of those motherfucking uh, what do you call that shit? The flight manifests, manifests uh uh on the flight to the Epstein Island. Now that's. Just a little bit of what this next thing has to say right here. Has been accused of running child trafficking in Malawi and sexual exploitation of African children. Ethiopian World Federation has asked Malawi's president to investigate her charity in the country, Raising Malawi, and to look into homosexual and transgender allegations over the adoption of the Malawian children for possible human trafficking and social experiments. Now, wow. We don't hear about this here. Now, 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 Madonna is under investigation in Malawi for possible trafficking and social experiments. What the fuck does that mean? What in the fuck does that mean? Raising Malawi is a charity nonprofit organization founded by Madonna in 2006. Now, now, now Raising Malawi is a is a is a charity nonprofit. So a lot this is something that I've learned quite recently is that once you get a certain amount of money, what you can do is open up all kinds of trusts and shit like that and you could like kind of money launder some shit. People have been doing it for forever, especially these rich elite motherfuckers. Help with extreme poverty among local orphans through health and education programming. However, I mean, think about it. Think about it. I mean, Madonna shows up like a virgin, and, 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 and she blesses the whole goddamn, uh, the whole little providence where you live in, the whole little city, the whole little village, right? It's a village, right? You know, it takes a village to raise a child. She shows up, and she's got money, and, and she can promise you a better place. All you have to do is, I don't Ethiopian World Federation claims that the pop star set up her charity organization to host social experiments on vulnerable African children. For example, Madonna's son, David Banda, who was adopted in Malawi, is used for those purposes. As okay, so one of her sons, I didn't know this, this is new to me, uh, 
uh, one of her sons who was adopted wears women's clothes and makeup. He wears women's clothing and makeup. It says a group demands child trafficking probe of Madonna's Malawi orphanage based on singer's pro-LGBTQIA plus content. Oh my goodness. I mean, what, I mean, it, it, don't, it don't get no better, you guys. I mean, what are we going to do about this? I mean, these are the people that you motherfuckers praise. You want to be an entertainer? This is probably some of the shit that you have to sacrifice to be successful in it. So unless you ready to fuck a kid, kill a kid, I don't know, help traffic a kid, I don't know what these motherfuckers do. But I do know this, that all of these accusations that seem so motherfucking weird right now are not weird right now. Because, what, I think it was 15 years ago, that crazy motherfucker Alex Jones did say that there was an island that the rich and the elite go to to fuck children. And everyone thought he was crazy. Every single person in the world thought that that fat motherfucker was crazy until they found the fucking island. So I know I'm not crazy by saying there might be just a smidgen of truth to this shit. Madonna's in her 60s. Madonna looks like she's in her 30s. Maybe she's drinking that shit, and this is just hyperbole, of course. Maybe she's drinking that adrenochrome shit that they take out of the kids. I don't know how to say it because I don't use the shit, but it is something very weird that she didn't adopt no white kids. Why they always want to adopt the black kids? What the fuck is up with that? Anyway. On to other stupid news in the goddamn press. I don't know if you guys know about this uh, this performer. Her name is Cardi B. She, she's brand new. She just now came out. The album just dropped. She's got a hit single out right now. Well, anyway, Cardi B, she's been killing it in court. I mean, she's been killing it so much that her fans are calling her Cordy B. I mean, that's a little slick, isn't it? Um, She loves it. She... she she loves the new nickname. Of course she's going to love it because she's getting exonerated and extensions on all of her fucking cases. A judge awards Cardi B an extension to complete her 15-day community service in a strip club brawl case. Are we... What the fuck? You was in a brawl in a strip club and you need time? You don't do shit. You are an entertainer. Go to the community. Entertain the community. You can afford a nice goddamn room in that community. Real shit. Do your time, man. You did the crime, do your time, Cardi. Real shit. You can slide through that with that wet-ass pussy like it ain't nothing. What the fuck is going on? Anyway, speaking of pussies and wetness and stuff like that, I, I, I kind of, you know... I hate to say this, you know, when you make your girl's pussy dry, she usually looks for somebody who can make it wet again. And when she does get it wet again, you are replaced. And if you have replaced something in her life, the question is, do you take what it is that you replaced in her life even though she replaced you out of her life? Hmm, I don't know, but this guy has a different idea about this shit. Now, 
We're here for story time. This guy is pulling up into an apartment complex. Not one of the best apartment complexes that you can live in. This shit looks like a fucking motel that was uh, repurposed into an apartment complex. No shade on where the fuck it is that you live. I mean, there's no trees there, so there definitely isn't any shade. But this guy pulls up. He don't know what the fuck is going on. As he is pulling up, the sounds that it is that you hear in the background, that is an angry guy who has just been replaced. And he's not taking that shit lightly, not so well. No, 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 no. Y'all hear this? My kids say they heard something. Now he has dropped the crowbar and he is going back. To his red truck. Hold on, bro. Y'all Hey, what the hell going on? What's going on? Y'all right? Now he has backed his red truck up with the tail end to the hood of this lady's car. Who did, man? Everything straight? I put the motor in them. What's going on, man? Now, did you hear what he just said? He put the motor in that vehicle. Is that his motor still? I mean, or is he an Indian giver? Whoa, all right, this brother has just now hooked chains to the motor. <laughs> And the chains are connected to the back of his truck. What do you think is going to happen? Bro. What the hell? Oh! Oh, God. Dang. What the hell? This nigga took the whole motor out of his ex-bitch's car. Now, I don't know if they had plans to go to Chuck E. Cheese later on. I don't know if they was going to go to P.F. Chang's. I don't even know if they was going to go to the drive-in. But everything that they had slotted is erased. I what the fuck? I want, I want to... That right there is a guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, they done pulled the whole motor out this I, I know what's going on today, man. I yeah, man, you know, you got to be careful. I mean, some people are the replaceable type. And it seems like that this lady used his ass to get the motor fixed. And then, um, God, what that dude, it was like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. So, um, what can I say? Be careful with who the fuck it is that you fuck. And also be careful, be careful with who the fuck it is that you fuck with. That leads me right into this next story. Now, a man is going viral for dry snitching on his best friend in a happy birthday post. October 10th, you killed Dooski right in front of me. Wow. Now, this is uh, coming from Hip Hop Clout World. There's a post made uh, with two young gentlemen, two um, let's say law-abiding citizens who work a nine-to-five job who do responsible things with their time. They decide one of them decided to make a post to another one, commemorating commemorating his birthday. And the post says, "Throwback to when me and my cap used to wear matching outfits on the block." I ain't gonna lie, I ain't think you had it in you. It all changed on October 10th, 
2018, aka the day you killed Dooski right in front of me. It was like a father watching his son take his first steps. I love you, Cap. Keep killing these ops. Hey! Hey! Take both of them niggas to jail. Yeah, take them both to jail. They, hey, they, they want to go. They, they, they are dying to fucking go to jail. With, with a post like that, you cannot say that they value their freedom. A lot of people don't value a lot of things. Some people don't even value their fucking life. And, and when I say their fucking life, they don't value their fucking self. But that's not the scary thing. What if someone values their life more than any other life in the world? What if they are willing to do whatever the fuck it is that they need to do, but they willing to hurt you in the process? You know, that's kind of opposite of what it is that I preach over here. Listen to this bullshit right here. Allow me a uh, personal question. I, I know that you don't particularly, that you're not particularly fond of answering personal questions. Okay, okay, before we get into that, this is the man who invented the Pfizer vaccine, okay? Listen. But you and your wife, Dr. Tuechi, you play such a central role in the development of the virus. I have heard that you yourself have not taken the, uh, the vaccine yet. Nigga, what? Why not? So I am I am uh, legally not allowed to take the vaccine at the nigga you lying moment we of course consider uh, to make that possible it is more important for us that our co-workers and partners uh, get vaccinated so we our goal is to produce more than 1.3 billion doses in 1.3 billion doses my guys my gals and you motherfucking others 1.3 billion doses in 2021 and and that can only be done if we can really continue to work 24 7 without any interruption and we need to ensure that in, uh, you know what might be an interruption you motherfucker is you dying from a vaccine that you created that they lied to people and convince people that they had to take because that vaccine was going to save them. One of those people that I'm talking about is me, you large, low beard motherfucker, you. And that we protect the, the co-workers and our team members from, from COVID-19 COVID infection. Fuck you. Infection, because that would mean interruption and delay. Uh, Allow me a... Uh personal question. So this motherfucker hasn't taken the vaccine because he says that it would cause an interruption or a delay in pumping out the 1.3 billion vaccines it is that they need to distribute worldwide. I call bullshit and I know bullshit when I smell it. Boy, does it stink so good. I mean, God damn. What, what else? What, what, what else do you need? Fuck what they talking about, man. Everything I love, I, I, I'm too scared. I can't stop reporting on this shit. I am terrified. But you know what's even more terrifying? Like I keep saying, these children and what it is that they go through and how it is that they perceive things right now in this information age, right now in this technological motherfucking, uh, 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 this is something that has never happened in humanity or it has never been documented in this way listen to what can happen when you don't think that we don't need each other all right you want to know who hurt me my mom hurt me 
As you see me in this picture, I was in prison. As you see me now, I'm working a security job. I changed my life for myself. Hey, man, listen very, very closely to what this young brother says, okay? And then and then somebody else is going to come on, and then somebody else is going to come on, and then I'm going to run my dumb ass mouth. Continue. But when I was a teenager and I was running these streets, it's because this woman was too busy working and caring about herself. She didn't put me in no sports. She didn't put me in no after-school programs. She didn't put me in nothing that was going to help my life, so I was running the streets with my gang, robbing people. You feel me? That's what hurt me. And that's what's hurting a lot of these kids getting raised by single mothers who think they know it all. She moved me from my dad. These millennial black men are killing their girlfriends and their wives. They have been raised by single black women. They have adopted these black women emotions. They don't know how to control their emotions. So what they do is... When they find out that they can't control that woman that they're with. Hold on. Did you hear all that? I thought that shit was at my house. They kill her. They don't so here we have two perspectives getting to the same point. If you listen to this young man's story, he's telling the truth. He shouldn't be chastised. He should be commended because he lifted himself up after admitting what he did wrong. And he's clearly angry because he was taken away from his father. And from the woman's perspective, it is a state of emergency because we have too many men being reared solely by women. And the only reason is they like the monetary game. Now, I have a follow up. I, I, there's another reason. It's about child support. They are keeping these kids away from their father so they can make the money and this is clearly all it is because if a woman wasn't getting that money you would give that kid to his father in a heartbeat but you should be doing what's best for the child anyway and not what's best for you in an effort to control that man you have to give the damn children to their father especially these young men when they're about 10 years old they have to learn how to be a man and deal and see the world as a man and not a woman and that's why they can't control their emotions and the things that they're doing everything is just out of whack please give the damn boys to their father you're doing damage that's you cannot repair and you wonder why everything is so feminine Ooh. in them. Give them to their damn father. Man, he said it better than I ever could. I just have an add-on to that. Now, besides the simple fact that most, well not most, some of these motherfucking bitches, and if you one of those, if you're not one of those ladies, you're a lady, you're a woman, but if you one of those bitches, who is holding your child hostage, who is using this dangle tactic on you have to do this to see your kid and you have to give me that to see your kid, you are not hurting, you are hurting not only that man, but you are destroying the psyche of your son. He does not know what's right, what's wrong, because as soon as you get off the phone with his dad, you're talking mad shit, and this can go vice versa. So many different ways. But women, if you are a single mother, let let your sons be with their dads. There's another reason. 
there's a whole nother reason. Some of these gals is jump off bitches. And these jump off bitches, what they wanna do is they wanna take a good man from his family. And what they try to do is this, is you see they'll suck your dick and they'll give you some ass and the bitch will get pregnant and she know that you wasn't gonna be with her. I've seen this happen dozens of times. Women know that in all actuality they was a jump off and they accidentally got pregnant. Now, instead of letting the man just be a man and he don't want to be with you. You hold the kid in a dangle. You hold the kid in suspension. You hold this child in some sort of levitating state to where his father can't necessarily get over, under, on the side, or even put his arms around his child because you in your bag, bitch. And I'm saying that because I have seen so many children hurt from the side effect of hoism. So when you're out there shaking your wop, don't forget that if a nigga drop a seed in your ass, your life gonna change. And you are not only responsible for how it is that your son comes out as a single mother, but you are responsible for how it is that your son treats women single mother but hey i'm not a woman i'm just a guy with a mic yelling into it in someone else's garage what the fuck can i do except for talk to you that i mean that's all i'm here for just to talk a little shit i had one more story that i wanted to run and this one right here i saved the motherfucking best for last i, I ain't gonna lie i got a bunch of stories left i mean i'm gonna have to run it over into tomorrow morning but this right here is something it's special this is something that i've been waiting for someone else to say so i could motherfucking dog pile right on this shit because i know for a fact that a lot of you motherfuckers who claim you're gay, you're not gay. On everything I love, until I see you suck a dick, and I'm not gonna watch you finish until ejaculation, but until I see you suck a dick, you're not gay. Listen to Joe Button, please. Yo, that's an epidemic going around that the girlies and the baddies don't want to acknowledge. What's that? that? Y'all running from it. What is it? Y'all gay besties ain't gay. Hey! <laughs> this the truth, bruh. Listen, man, I've been waiting for somebody else to say it. I don't want to be groundbreaking on all subjects. People don't like the podcast anyway. But listen. Oh. <laughs> That's true. And I what? wanted to jump through the phone in that little money bag yo video that starts circulating. With Have you guys seen that money bag yo video? Oh, it's wild. Mr. Button, please explain. Quiz Queen was talking to her gay bestie on uh, Insta Live. And he was like, yo, puck your, puck your lips out for the camera. Oop, red flag. Camera. Yo, puck your lips out, showing them sexy-ass lips. She was in the car. He was like, yeah, nah, I like that. He was doing all of that shit, and she was like, she was doing it. And then he got in the car, money, her money bag got in the car, all that shit changed. Stopped immediately. He started looking stupid on the camera. She started trying to talk about something else. Yeah, the supermarket. Whoa. These niggas ain't gay. <laughs> Did you hear? Everybody in the background is scared to address the albino elephant in the fucking room. This is something that I've been saying since day one. We are motherfucking human beings. Every single rule, every single thing that has ever been man-made has always been bent or broken so that it can form or fashion or fit 
a brand new purpose. That's what we do as humans. We fucking reshape the terrain of the earth. Why in the fuck wouldn't you think that we won't re-rule the rules? There's a knock your block off I ain't seen Arrogant Tay with a nigga yet. It's been about five years. I don't know who none of these people are that he says after that. All I know is this. I did see that video. And that guy was clearly flirting with her. And I don't give a fuck what you say about that's my bitch. Fuck that. On everything I love, if one of these gay guys was to hit one of these females and say, you know what, girl, I might... I'm thinking I want some pussy. Like, who? What? What do you do? What do I... Is this lady gonna get on Instagram live and say, listen, this nigga just, he, he hit me with the dick. He tried to give me some dick. I, now that I think about it, he's never sucked any dick. I've never seen anybody fucking him. Like, come on, man, come on. You can only, you can only ride the wave for so long until your ass gets immersed in the water. And. And listen, listen, I don't give a fuck what it is that anybody does in, in, in the confines of their own home. But once you start to try to gain popularity, once you start to get some sort of following and create a platform that's built all on false shit, you got to be called out on that false shit. And truthfully, shit is the proper word for this because when you stick your dick in somebody's ass, I mean... Hey, man, <laughs> deal with it the way that you want to deal with it. Deal with it the way that you want to deal with it. And you want to talk about some other crazy shit. And this is it. This is all for this nighttime podcast. This is some shit that only the old timers could actually respect. This is something that the old timers would be like, that sneaky dog ass nigga. Listen to this shit right here. Okay. I don't even know if it's the interview. But... Sing. Yeah, when I found out she could sing was when... She moved away from the from the block. She moved to a place called the Brewster Projects. Now, I don't know if you you young motherfuckers know that voice, but that is the OG Smokey Robinson, and he is talking about creeping around with Daddy Diana. I'm not talking about the white lady. I'm talking about Diana Ross. You know, Michael Jack, one of Michael Jackson's nearest and dearest friends. Continue, Smokey. And after we started Motown. She called me one day and she said, hey, Smoke, I got this group, you know, and uh, I want you to hear us so you can sign us up at Motown. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I said, OK, I didn't know she was a singer till then. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. OK. Well, she wrote a book at one point and she said the two of you actually were dating at one point. Yes. OK. Mm -hmm. Did that last a long time or was that just sort of brief? And well, it lasted uh, probably longer than it should because I was married at the time. <laughs> 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 oh, so this happened later. Yeah, uh -huh. that happened later. Okay. That happened after I got married. Yeah. Smokey, man. That boy Smokey was made like that shit up. After I got them signed up at Motown and all that, that's when uh -huh. that started. Okay. Um, Well, when you were 14. Mm -hmm. yeah, when I found out she could sing. Well yeah, that's amazing, man. You know, you don't hear anything about these kind of stories until people get older. I would love to, to, I wanted a Smokey Robinson have a, have a book out that I can read. Very fascinating. Smokey and, and Diana Ross. I, I think she's a bit taller, so he had to climb that it's hill to get to the top branch. Technique. That right there is an indicator that this motherfucking podcast needs to end. Now, you already know. 
how I get the fuck up out of here, man. Do it. Do whatever the fuck it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, man. You are golden. Now, give me, give me five. 20 seconds of your time. Pull your phone out. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Give your boy five stars, man. Go ahead and share that shit. I don't want your money, you broke motherfuckers. I want 30 seconds of your time. Share the podcast. Get it out there. Get it in people's motherfucking ears. Let them tell me the shit sucks so I can tell them what to do with their grandpa's dick. You old motherfuckers. Anyway... Get ready for your next episode because today you have two of them coming to you in the morning. Like I said, man, every single one of these episodes are dedicated to the life, the love, and the legacy of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. And do whatever it is that you need to do to get through as long as you don't hurt nobody. You good with me. I can't say it enough. This is Justice, and this is another Justice in the Peace podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace. Listener discretion is always advised. Here is the second part of your episode. Hallelujah, hi, hi, hallelujah, roll call. My name is Paul, yeah, used to be Saul, yeah, had them scales on my eyes, couldn't see at all, nah, but now I'm saved, yeah, used to say by grace, yeah, I wrote a letter to your churches on the way, on the way. My name is Matthew, yeah, used to do Texas, yeah, now I'm breaking bread, putting fish in baskets, yummy, yummy. I'm not your treasurer, nah. but I'm treasure, yeah, cause my blessings coming back beyond measure, beyond measure. My name is John, yeah. who Jesus loved, yeah. sent his son to save us, came from above, from above. but like this dove, huh? I'm spreading out my wings, yeah. cause you know who I am, John 316, 316. my name is Peter, Peter. I cut you out, out, but I'm saved now. So I just shout hey. But if you ever run up on Jesus and I'm near And I'm near huh, Best believe that I'm cutting off your ears Slice, slice Alright, well It looks like people are getting very, very inventive With what content it is that they create But you already know I'm not one to judge or hate I just do what the fuck it is that I do over here So, with that being said and with that being said, you guys already know what it is that I do over here. This is for masters, this technique. You are listening to Sacramento Zone, Justice and the Motherfucking Peace. I'm truthfully a very peaceful man, but I'll break you bitches into pieces. What can I say? This is my show. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast, the two-piece edition, man. It's always something going on in the world. If it ain't, you know, one of your friends, it's probably they girls. I mean, what do you do? What do you do right now? Except for sit back and relax and go ahead and listen to me rant, rave, and lose my motherfucking mind. I mean, when it comes to this country, it's crazy. When it comes to the residents, they're crazy. When it comes to me, I'm insane. So what the fuck? Who, who do you blame?
who in the fuck do you blame? I grew up here, I live here, I've learned everything here, so I guess I should blame Uncle Sam. Or maybe, maybe I should blame my parents for not giving me enough hugs. Not giving me enough hugs. Not, not being there, you know what? They didn't give me enough drugs. I'm trying to find a reason to push off every single thing that's wrong with my life on somebody else except for my goddamn self. Gosh, this is still justice. I'm still a piece of shit. And I really don't give a fuck what you think. This is the best motherfucking podcast coming out daily in this country. I said it. If you don't like it, I accept your challenges. <laughs> Let's start the show. Yes, it's a it's a great great morning, you know. Um, it's 7:53, and I am very happy that you decided to fuck with me. Today's date is uh, Wednesday, January 18th. The time now is 7:53, and I do that just to let you know that um, I ain't no punk ho. I, I no, I'm not. Well, let me go ahead and get into what it is that I saw this morning that might make you think a little bit more. Mike, you know what? I, I, I've learned that some of these stories make y'all drink a little, a little bit more. That is not my intent. Please calm down. This is happening around you. Well, it's happening to you. But either way, motherfucker, it is happening. You cannot not see it. And even if you didn't see it, I'm going to bring it to your motherfucking attention. So let me start the show with somebody who is known for loving his wife. Someone who will slap the motherfucking taste out your mouth. Someone who don't give a damn if you a comedian. And truthfully, there's rumors about him. A lot of bad rumors. I'm not going into that. He's a motivational speaker. Can we please bring Mr. Will Smith to the front? You got to do it alone. And people will help you, and when you, when you get the ball rolling, people will jump on. But if you don't believe, nobody else is going to believe. People come along because your belief is so insane, that your belief is so strong, that makes people be like, yo, this crazy asshole. <laughs> it's the truth. It is so, so true. Now, everybody can say what they want to say about Will Smith. I have a whole Will Smith episode. The fact of the matter is, before Will Smith decided to slap the shit, out of a comedian, he was a very good motivational speaker. Loved by many. Wanted, I think, by all. I'm not sure. I didn't want his ass. But I do appreciate the fact that most of the time when he does talk, it is something positive. Something that could be uplifting, life-changing. Almost, it would sustain your insecurities in a place that they have never been. You. You would be secure within yourself is what I just mean. Sometimes... People aren't secure within themselves. Sometimes they reach for things that, that they think might, might ground them if they touch them. Sometimes it could be your friends. Sometimes, weirdly enough, it might be your enemies. But most of the time when it comes to the generation that's walking around right now, it's mommy. Bro, at the slightest inconvenience, I'm calling my mama. Mama's boy. Like... I don't care what it is, I'm calling my mama. I don't care if she at work. Nigga, what? School. Nigga, what? Home. I'm Why? I'm calling my mama. Yeah. Call your mammy. 
you know, some of these things that people say about little guys not being raised with men. Well, all the time that shit resonates with me because, you know, back in the days, and when I say back in the days, I mean about how old you 20-year-old motherfuckers are. We were walking around dealing with problems as men. We didn't have the internet to validate our dumbass thoughts. We had to work out the situations in our life. In our lives, we didn't look for exterior acceptance or anything else like that. It was our immediate circle that kind of shaped and formed where it was that we knew we fit in this motherfucking world. But this little nigga right here and a lot of these niggas, every time something happened, you want to bother your motherfucking mom. Now your mom, your mama, and yeah, I'm talking about your mama. I talk about my mama too. But your mama, include my mama. They all sucked dick at one time. They all got fucked at one time. Now your Aston finally moved out the motherfucking house and Stella trying to get her motherfucking groove back. And what are you doing? I can't find my book. I did a Shut up, you little wimp. I don't know. I don't know. It made me feel some kind of way about these little niggas acting like bitches. Can't nobody tell you nothing about nothing. Can't nobody teach you nothing about nothing. You, you don't know nothing about nothing, though. That's the thing. That is the scariest thing ever. Is somebody who don't know nothing about nothing trying to tell you something. But I digress. I digress. I mean, what can you do? Well, I mean, I, there's not too much of anything that I can do except for, you know, podcasting. Sometimes when these guys go on their little fucking, um, periods is what I like to call it. You're, you're, you're spotting, aren't you, little fella? When these guys start spotting and feeling very, very feminine and shit like that, they do weird things. Things that are very, very abnormal. Out of the ordinary for, for some of these motherfuckers that don't know what abnormal means. Now, abnormal things happen throughout our life all the time. You know, you could think that something's gonna be something forever and it just changes and you have to adjust and, and change the trajectory of your goals. But that doesn't mean that you make everybody suffer, right? Well, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Right now what you hear is a man walking up to a lady's house. This man is a lawyer. Yeah, he's walking up to a lady's house. What's the story there, Justice? Uh, let me let me tell you this story. Come on, let's get some more of that. That good old sound. Now this guy is walking up to this lady's house, and this guy is a lawyer. What I forgot to mention is that as he approaches the house, he's carrying one of those red containers of gasoline. And not only that, he's a fucking lawyer. The post says, lawyer caught on camera, pours gasoline on ex-girlfriend's home. This is coming to you from the comedian, The Real Earthquake. Despite two protective orders in hand, Brianna Jones says she's living in fear of her ex-boyfriend and father of her little girl. Joan alleges that her ex has violated those protective orders six times. Whoa, <laughs> what the fuck? <clears throat> Shit. Most recently, Christian King, 30, was caught on video pouring gasoline on Jones's property and setting fire to her home on Southmore Drive in Baton Rouge. The lawyer has since been arrested by the Baton Rouge Fire Department for three felonies, simple arson, simple criminal damage, and property and violations of protective orders. 
that entire incident was caught on camera. The Baton Rouge Fire Department's arson, arson detective responded to the scene to investigate. The, the detective said the fire was determined to be intentionally set without the permission of the owner, causing approximately $10,000 in damages. As a result, the fire was classified as an arson. Now I want to go back up real quick. It says, it says the detective said that the fire was determined to be intentionally set without permission. So do people intentionally set their houses on fire in this country? What? I, I mean, you can't do that, can you? I mean, it, I do understand that I'm an idiot. Your grandson. Good morning. I, I, what's up, my guy? Papa. Yes. What, what's going on? As you wish. Now, back to my question. Do people intentionally set their houses on fire? And if you do intentionally plan to set your motherfucking house on fire, nigga, come knock on my door first. Please, because I'm going to be outside my drawers with a water hose trying to put that shit out because I give a fuck about my PS5 and my guy. Grandson, come on, man. You didn't let me go off last night. You got to let me go off at, at one time or another. I am podcasting. All right. All right. All right, Malik. All right. After King allegedly set the fire, he fled. And officials who stopped him said that they found a heavy odor resembling gasoline on King and they even found a red gas can in the vehicle. He was arrested by the Baton Rouge Police Department. Jones, the lady, she said every time she has reported the incidents to the BRPD, but it falls on deaf ears. She added that the ankle, the ankle monitoring company has provided the police coordinates every time King violated the 100-yard order. So, <coughs> excuse me. So this motherfucker is a real killer. If you know that the police can triangulate your goddamn location and you still try to kill this lady, my nigga, you need to go sit down in a six by nine where you really are not that hard to find by somebody who likes to dig dick deep inside your ass. What is wrong with this guy? He should be getting beat up every time his face is seen on the streets. Women and children are exempt, motherfucker. Maybe she found somebody that's got a bigger dick. Maybe you don't know how to use your big dick. Maybe, I, I don't know, but she don't want your motherfucking ass. That don't mean that you get to incinerate her house. I mean, guys, kind of guys. I don't know what to call you, motherfucker. Others, relax. Goodness gracious. All right, how many times does it take someone to violate a protective order to get arrested? They told me they did not have the manpower to go get him, even though they know exactly where he is, said Jones. Is a protective order just a piece of paper now? Does it do anything for me? Did it even make sense for me to get it? Because it feels like it didn't even make sense for me to get a protective order, she said. He's committing crimes and I'm reporting it and nothing is happening. Every time I've reported him to the police, he ignores the law and comes onto my property. I'm afraid for my life. If he gets out, I'm not safe at all. My family is not safe. He has no regard for the law. Something needs to be done when someone is reporting violent crimes to them. If they didn't have proof, that's one thing. But I have all of the proof. Well, I mean, God, Miss Jones, Miss Jones, do you have a brother? Do you have a cousin? Is there anybody in your family that's willing 
to beat a lawyer up. I mean, I don't know. I'm not asking for anyone to get beat up, but is there anyone in, in your family that could kind of accidentally, you know, a trip and fall and their fist kind of land on this guy's chin or something like that? Or, or someone coming from a baseball practice was uh, walking through Walmart parking lot and just practicing their swinging techniques and he happened to walk into the line uh, of that bat. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But this this shit right here is terrible. I mean, goodness. People are losing their mind, man. They're losing their goddamn mind. But at the same time that we watch people losing their mind, we see people who have completely found all of the intelligence that it is that they need. They have they have the, their, their vernacular down. They, they, they have their grammar skills on par. They've got everything that they... They ain't got no GED but they know how to talk. The way things are supposed to work is the government should know virtually nothing. That's not even it though, but I'm gonna have to come back to that. That's about the government. Where's the other post that would it, you know, why, you know. Legally or illegally, we gonna get that money. I hear that shit. We gonna get that money by any means necessary. Boy, that don't make no sense. Y'all both trying to sound smart on here and y'all sounding real illiterary for the one time. Whole bunch of conjunction going on together with y'all vocabulary. Now I'm just letting them know they need to learn something about some vernacularity. Now, any last one of y'all brothers need to get y'all linguistics powers, powers, power, powers, linguistics. Y'all work, work on, work on your, your linguistic. Oh, All right, fellas. Um, there used to be a night school here in Sacramento. I wonder if it's still open. I might need to go down there and work some things out. Anyway, on to better things. There is a lady. She makes me feel so, so, so warm and fuzzy on the inside. And I don't mean like a sexual way. I mean kind of like, you know how you smile? Except on the inside. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh... Like an internal giggle. Please listen to her, all right? She's always around dropping new things that, you know, people like to do with their food. Have a listen. Well, I might need to stop the music for you so you can get it. There you go. Everybody's so creative. Oh, look, coffee. Oh, you just put the coffee creamer right in the back of the coffee maker where you would normally put the water. But you don't need water because water's just going to dilute that coffee. You want all the flavor. Dump as much in there as you like. You don't have to count how much it is. Just dump it in. Dump in some caramel drizzle. See that? Oh, my goodness. That's to sweeten it up as it goes right in the pot. That way you don't have to add any additional sugar. More and more caramel. That's great. That way you just get rid of all your teeth now because you're going to get rid of them later anyway. Now you turn your coffee pot on and watch everything happen. See, what you're doing is you're marrying all the flavors together. You don't need to use all those glasses and have all those dirty dishes. I don't know what you guys are thinking making dishes like that. You can invite all your friends over and just pass it around like a 40 ounce. See how that looks all frothy? That's what you're going for. See it drizzle down? Oh my goodness, that looks amazing. This is going to be delicious. See how that looks? Don't even stir it. It's already stirred. Add your toppings and voila! Ah! Oh my God, yeah. What can you say? I mean, people, they get, they're at home. They want attention. Uh, they create these stupid videos and, uh... Us as black people, we kind of malfunction mentally because it's not normal to do some of the shit it is that we see people fucking doing. 
with their food. But anyway, on to other fucking things in the damn news. There was this lady, she said something that 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 kind of, I mean just just a little bit has been sticking with me. And I've wondered, you know, did she make any other posts besides that one? Well, guess what, fellas? Guess what, ladies? And yes, I won't leave you others out. She made another post, and this one is a little bit more thoughtful than the first one. Let's see if you recognize her voice. Michelle Obama said something recently that I think she should apologize for. People think I'm being catty by saying this. It's like there were 10 years where I couldn't stand my husband. Just in case you didn't catch that, the man that she said that she couldn't stand for 10 years just so happened to be the 44th president of the United States of America. Now, hold on, sister. I don't find that odd. I've never met a woman. Well, just because I never met a woman doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But I've never met a woman who was not upset with her husband at one time or another. I understand what she's saying about Michelle Obama, but it's Michelle Obama, right? It's kind of a big deal. Where else do you even see this? What other wife of a high-ranking official would even say something like that? It was wildly irresponsible. It was flagrantly disrespectful. And we cannot have a civil society where the first lady of the United States thinks that her celebrity status supersedes any type of public respect that she should have for her husband, okay? She needs to apologize for that. You know what, as a black woman, it's embarrassing. And I'm tired of that narrative, it's sickening. Please, enough. Do you ever see the president of France's wife saying this kind of stuff? No. Queen Elizabeth speaking that way about Prince Philip? No, she was the queen of England. Do you think Vladimir Putin's wife if he were still married, do you think that she would say something like that? Absolutely not. Well, that bitch would be hanging from the gallows, my sister. But if Michelle Obama says it, it's supposed to be okay, it's not okay. And I don't expect most black women to hear me on this because most black women were not raised in a household where the man is in proper leadership. They weren't raised with fathers in their lives. This is not a condemnation of her. This is a condemnation of that type of ideology and, and mentality that thinks that it's okay and it's all right to say that in public. It is not. If that is how you feel, keep it to yourself. There are certain things that you don't let out of the house when you are a married person. You're the first lady of the United States. She knows this. Ooh, I love it. I thought feminism means equality. Actually, no man can get up and say that, that they hated their wife. Hey, man. We can't say that we can't stand our baby mamas or our wives, why not? But they couldn't stand their wife for 10 years. And on top of all of that, this man for 10 years that she couldn't stand, he's kind of the whole reason we even know who she is. Oh, well, I thought I had an argument. I thought I was going to be able to, to, to gather something against that, but she makes a lot of good points that justice me can't really push back against. And since she is a black woman, and it is 2023, ain't none of you motherfuckers about to listen to me anyway. So onward and upward. Well, there's a lot of shit going on. Have you been to the movies lately? Have you seen a new Thelma on HBO? I said it was on Netflix. I was mistaken. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. But there's a movie that's out right now. A long-awaited movie. A movie with the, the those dancing blue men. You know what I'm talking about? 
Avatar. Now, Avatar is a movie that is so controversial that it gave a motherfucker a heart attack when it first came out. That's true. Look it up. I think I reported on it, but I can't remember. I do too much of these things. Anyway, listen to this shit about the movie. Did you see in Avatar 2, the Metakayan taught Jake's kids a breathing technique to help them breathe underwater. This is an actual ancient yogic breathing technique. It's called Dirga Pranayam, and this is how you do it. Well, it seems like, uh, I believe his name is James Cameron. It seems like you just kind of uh, lifted everything for your script, huh? Every single, every single fucking thing about Avatar now makes me not want to see it. From the simple fact that the whole blue people on Avatar, th these motherfuckers, uh, their whole existence comes from Africa. Their height, their beads, the way that they carry themselves, that shit is from one of the tribes of Africa. And no one really, I mean... You don't see white people pointing this shit out because ain't nobody stealing their shit. But black people, black people, when you look at Avatar, what do you see? Do you just see a bunch of new people? For me, I see something completely different. I see the rewriting of history. They're doing this, this rewriting of, of what actually happened in the past and they're changing it into a movie. Something that when someone says something, oh yeah, that's kind of like Avatar. No, Avatar's kind of like the people, well, definitely based on the people from Africa. Anyway, I know a lot of you people don't want to get into it, but, but it has to be said, I am not going to see Avatar in any fucking theaters. I'll wait till I can stream it to my TV for motherfucking free. Speaking of things that, that, that cost money and things that are valuable to, to people, I mean, um, have you ever had a massage? I mean, a, a good massage. I ain't talking about one of the massages by your wife. I'm talking about you pay one of them Asian ladies to jump up and down on your back barefooted. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Have you ever had one? Now, if you've ever had a massage, you know that it is great. I don't give a fuck if you're fat or skinny. It loosens up your muscles. What do you feel about your wife getting a massage? Huh? How do you feel about that? I've seen these videos where brothers is letting their sisters go get not only massaged, but basically your, your, your bitch is getting fucked with her clothes on. I'm talking about this guy's right there next to the coochie. This guy's right there in between her breasts. He can feel her heartbeat pulsating through her motherfucking chest. Yeah, that's a massage, right? Right? No, it's not. I'm not with that shit. Real shit, hey. And if you a guy and you with that shit, hey, mate. What can I say, man? You're a better guy than I am. You're a better guy than I am. And like I was saying, that's just a thing that costs money. It does make you feel good. You know what else makes us feel good? Food. Now, food is a funny thing in this country because right now we're finding out that we can't eat nothing. Nothing is edible in the United States of America. If it's Skittles, you can't eat it. If it's Fruit Loops, you bet not touch it. But you know what? You know what you can get at any given fucking time that you want to get? Fast food. So with fast food, there's so many of these places, right? So many of them. And, 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 hold on. Hold on, buddy. You, you, jump your turn. 
There's so many fast foods. There's just McDonald's, Carl's Jr., Wendy's, Biger King. Now, these commercials, these advertisements to try to get black people and brown people and people of any ethnicity to the, to the drive-thru, they've become hip-hop songs. I want to play one of these hip-hop songs for you and see if you don't see what I see. Or wait, wait, wait. Let me let me rephrase that. I wonder will you hear what it is that I heard. All right, listen. Whopper, 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 junior, double, triple, whopper, flame grill taste with perfect toppers. I rule this day. All right, yeah. Um. Whopper, whopper, whopper. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. If you want to have a heart attack in the drive-thru, go ahead and get you a Whopper, Whopper, double, triple, all that shit. Go ahead. Triple, double it up. You'll look like fucking Peter Griffin on Family Guy when he had that stroke inside the diner. Yeah. Fun fucking times, people. Fun times. You know, it, you're paying for your own fucking demise. I mean, what... What else is there that I can tell you? I mean, well, let's get to Project Bluebeam. I started doing some research on this. I was like, oh, this is kind of. <laughs> it is. No, it's really. According to the video, Bluebeam is a joint project by NASA and the United Nations that, using the strongest technology, aims to spread a new religion on Earth and create various simulations to establish total control of people and establish new world order. Have you seen the steps? No, I have not. So there's four steps. Uh oh. Are you ready? Yes. Step one. Natural disasters. Step two, powerful tech that you're talking about will be beamed into the sky in the form of holograms showing a godlike figure and it will be beamed for all to see at the same time. Whoa, wait a second. I didn't listen to this shit before. I did not listen to this. So these motherfuckers is saying that they gonna manufacture Jesus Christ coming back with a hologram from space projected from a satellite? I mean, it, it, uh, I thought, I really thought that, you know what? I didn't think anything. Fellas. I'm in every language. Step three, implementation of mind control using telepathic communication. This one's interesting. So they will achieve this by a type of wave that they'll send out. So it feels like you're hearing something in your head. Number four is panic. This is how they're going to get the control. They're going to set the stage for things like an alien invasion. Also, financial crash. There's going to be no more physical cash. There's going to be one world currency. And then, so they were saying that they're going to have all of your devices like glitching out like uh, poltergeist. Uh, oh, hell no. Nah. What the fuck, you guys, gals, others, people, humanoids, whatever you want to fucking be called. Bruh, bruh, what the fuck do you do when you look up and there is Jesus's face in the sky? Or what do you do when you look up and they use this hologram technology to project some sort of flying saucer over your fucking uh, city, town, state, whatever? Or over the White House? What do you do when you see that shit on your news? I truthfully, in my lifetime, have always hoped that I was here if aliens existed, I hoped that I was here and alive and able to talk my shit when they landed because I can't wait to see some of you motherfuckers lose your goddamn minds. But yeah, that's something to talk about at your uh, water cooler if you don't have anything else to talk about. You don't want to talk about your divorce. You don't want to talk about the herpes that you picked up on New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, you can talk about... Uh, 
this big conspiracy to keep us all inside of this uh this this fucking maze you know i mean what do you do what do you do and since we're on the subject of things that are you know that live for a long time in your head you know theories listen to this one Mandela Effect, a theory that suggests that our current reality has somehow been shifted into an alternate universe. Such evidence includes things like the Berenstain Bears. Hold on, I grew up to the Berenstain Bears. What? Hey, man, don't fuck up my childhood memories. They are filled with nothing but flowers, sugar, hugs, and kisses, I think. Berenstain Bears, Fruit of the Loom with and without the cornucopia. Even the memory of Mandela dying in prison back in the 1980s versus 2013. Hey, this is true. This is very, very true. I was in school when Mandela was uh, 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 locked up and the part time was going on. That's how I remember it. And I swear to God, I thought that Nelson Mandela had died. Supposedly created by the CIA as a psyops, are we really in an alternate reality? And okay, now, do, do you guys know what a PSYOP is? If you don't know what a PSYOP is, okay, we're going to get into that. Maybe maybe I'll get, on, get into some PSYOPs on one of the future episodes, but there's a lot of them. I don't know if you know what MKUltra is, the mind control thing, but there's a lot of PSYOPs constantly being ran on civilians unknowingly. We don't know, and I don't even think that the government has to inform us that they are running these tests to see exactly if we're going to respond, when we're going to respond, and how we're going to respond. Della Effect, a theory that suggests that our current reality has somehow been shifted into an alternate universe. Such evidence includes... Yeah, it ran back over. But yeah, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a fascinating aspect of life on how your memory can and will betray you. It does it all the time. You remember, you remember that night when you was drunk, like you was the life of the party, but you weren't the life of the party. You were the laugh of the motherfucking party. What else can I tell you? I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna believe whatever the fuck it is that you wanna believe anyway, but some people, they like to go an extra step. They like to prove that, it, that you know, they know what it is that they talking about especially when they talking about some shit and just be talking like me right now i'm just talking wasting time trying to keep you strung along on some bullshit right before i go off on this guy i have trouble with this can we remain friends after we break up is because listen how hold on bro i don't eat bruh my nigga you know what? Let me let me. I'm gonna let you get. I'm gonna let you get off your rocks. Fair is that to your future spouse that you continue to remain friends with these people that you shared your body with, your soul with, your spirit with that probably still have a hold on you emotionally. Okay, what did your ex girl do to you? Why are you so goddamn mad? Why are you worried about what the fuck it is that she doing with her ex dude unless you in a relationship with somebody who's still talking to her ex dude? You thinking that you can just remain friends with somebody that's seen you naked and you? Or maybe you're the guy who is the friend who's smashing somebody else's motherfucking gal and you just can't get it out your goddamn mind that she just wants your dick and she don't want nothing else. Gonna keep them tethered to you so when you finally meet your soulmate, they gotta accept you and them? Listen, as much as I care about you, this relationship is done, I gotta close the door. And yeah, I I'm done, bro. I'm done. I'm tired of these guys 
<laughs> these guys thinking that they could reach these women, you cannot. You cannot. A woman who wants to be reached, she shall be touched. Yeah, if, if a woman wants to cheat, she's gonna cheat just like a guy. They gonna cheat. And if you fucking with somebody that's fucking with somebody that they used to fuck with, looks like your situation is fucked up. What can I tell you? If you choose to stay in that kind of relationship, don't get on the fucking internet crying and complaining and it hits my fucking feed. And if you do have a friend that's going through that shit, don't get on the internet crying and complaining because it might hit my feed. If them motherfuckers is going through that drama right there, some people are addicted to the motherfucking drama. Some people can't help it. That's just how their life works. It, they, they thrive in chaos. Let them thrive. Please, let them thrive. But for you, to lose every single morsel of to, 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 to lose the containment of just being calm and telling your friend, hey bruh, that bitch is cheating. You ain't gotta do no no side subliminal, like, you know, you and never you ain't gotta do that. You ain't gotta do that. If he wanna go through that, let him go through it. We have to bump our heads in this life to understand that we ain't supposed to walk through certain doorways. What can I tell you, man? What can I tell you? You don't listen. I don't listen either. So I'm not being hard on you, or am I? Either way, it's the goddamn truth. Like I said, you know, um, so many things are going on in the world, and, and it's just so many things that I could sit up here and continuously talk about. I'm going to get out of here right now, but leave you with this story from a sports legend. That's right, a two, two stories. A sports legend, and then I'm going to uh, make some comments about a rapper's statements. Now, this sports legend that I'm talking about is the one, the only, Mr. Charles Barkley. Could you please, please, share a little bit of your ball-headed knowledge with us? We're all part of a game that we don't even know we're in. Because let's get one three. The Democrats and the Republicans are both full of shit. Full of shit. And they said that you got to pick a team. You got to pick a team. But what's the, what, what does the team actually do for you? Absolutely nothing. I voted Democratic my entire life. My entire life. And I'm starting to think like, man, everybody in my hometown is still poor. Uh, man, all the black neighborhoods are still poor. They all go to schools and we've been voted Democratic for 59 years. I've Man. been on the earth. And then I was like, at least the Republicans, they're just going to take care of the rich folks. I think the point I try to tell people now, man, if you're waiting on these political parties to make your life better, you are you just wrong. So <laughs> what, do you, what do you do, though? You got to handle your own business, Chan. You got to handle your own business. Like, you can't sit around and say, hey, I want this party. You, you have to take control of your life. We're all in this. I mean, I mean, what, 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 what? I have no argument. I'm gonna let you, sports fans, do with that what it is that you do. But one thing that I always try to push on my fucking show is this you may be young right now, my nigga, but you will not be young forever. And hopefully, you survive whatever it is that you're going through right now when you get to this nice old age of 42. You're going to have to start to pay attention to the climate in the country that you live in because you will have children and those children will be affected by what these Democrats and Republicans push out as a narrative. 
So start paying attention now. I'm trying to give you a hand up, a head up, a foot over, whatever the fuck the saying is. I'm just trying to help you the fuck out. That's all I'm trying to do. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) And last, but not least, the rappers. Yeah. You're not going to like this, but someone has to do it. I'm not trying to get stressed. I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to have my family together. I got these kids, bro. Okay. Now, this is something that I constantly hear, is that you're trying to get money. I guess you don't figure or you haven't figured that, um, I said figure as in tigger, figure. You haven't figured that the other people who make the country go round ain't trying to get no money, nigga. You think that you deserve a special amount of money, nigga, for some shit that you unwilling to work for? You deserve materials that you are unwilling to sacrifice for. You're willing to sacrifice other motherfuckers for your personal benefit and gain. And you also are bringing into this situation that you got kids. Nigga, I had kids before you was a kid. Anyway, rapper guy, keep talking. I'm not on. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to shake. I'm, try, I'm shaking. I'm shaking lean. I'm sh- okay, you on lean. Shaking all the distractions. I get the picture because I really done bumped my head a thousand times. I got cuts in my head. I- so, I mean, you know what they say. You know, shame on me, shame on you, some shit like that. A thousand times, my nigga. It, is that to speak to you not learning? I mean, I'm not being derogatory at all, but a thousand times? So it's okay to hurt a thousand people? The time I broke my head, then I crashed. Everything, a lot of stuff happened to me after I still get clean money and still doing things. That's just God be talking to me like, listen. No, it's not God talking to you, sir. That is karma, and karma is a bitch, and she don't give a fuck what she got on when she shows up to fucking extract what it is that you put into the game. So you can go ahead and do all of these dirty deeds and then finally get to the point to where you making that clean money, and guess who shows up for a date, my nigga? Karma! You still ain't right. You still ain't right. And I was taught right, you know what I mean? So I got to... I got to do that. And my kids, I'm such an influence to all these kids. And you understand that you grasp the narrative of not only your children, but of all of these children. And I believe that you understood that from the beginning. As soon as those numbers start to run up, you've got the attention of people. You've got their ears. And when it comes to the visualization, you have their eyes. You're on music videos. You're throwing money. You're guns and teeth and all that shit my kids all these kids i put a mask on they put a mask on you know why you put a mask on i do i do something whatever i'm doing gotta reflect good because i done did the bad I be- and that's another thing in that person this ain't no fake this ain't no cap i got 16 more shots you are not a good criminal this ain't fake bro i've been i've been i've been arrested for gang activity and you're on file I've been arrested for all these bad charges. I have. You have a bad rap sheet. Charges, bro. Pistol charges. You got a gun. Eggs. I have charges that could take me a life. I got a brother doing 15 years. My brother. Wow. A thousand times you bumped your head, and yet and still the people up under you followed you. Look how 15 years when he was 17 years old. Damn. You know what I'm saying? He's still in there right now. He got like back two more years. Still. It's been 13 years. So I know. What, what what the streets could do for me. What can the streets do for any of us? 
Not a goddamn thing, man. Nothing. Kill, kill my partner. Like, I'm dead, homies. They dead. We all got dead, homies. I think that's something that young people seem to fucking forget purposefully is that some of us walked in that light. Some of us, some people did not make it out of that darkness. And we tried. Some people have tried to detour these children away from this type of mentality. But the government and, and, and the Democrats and even the Republicans, they prop these rappers up like that type of lifestyle is something that you will all make it out of when we all know that everybody ain't gonna make it out this motherfucker alive. I mean, the hood at least, no one makes it out of life alive. But if you wanna gamble and shake the dice with your life in the hood, go right on ahead, I can't stop you. I just wish that you wouldn't. I've been locked up so many times, and I get to still get a chance. That's why I just believe the so hard. Cause, bro, I've been arrested a lot in my life, and it's hard to get it past you. I was a kid, and it's still reflecting my grown-up life. I'm not trying to get strikes. I'm trying to get money. That's the thing. Okay, so we were all kids at one time, and we all have to make these decisions in life that kind of formulate and shape our not only behavior but our attitudes and the way that we address everybody else in the world. Now, once you start doing bad things, as a young man, you were taught that you have to stand on what it is that you say, on what it is that you do. But since most men have been removed from the household, these children have been raised with women who always deny accountability. And I'm not talking about you if you one of those, if you're not one of those ladies, if you are one of those ladies, your feelings are probably hurt because you constantly deflect and deny any accountability for what it is that you bring inside of your microcosm, inside of your world. You bring all of that shit to your kids. You're like thug niggas who drink 40s and scratch their balls and play Xbox 360 and shit. Guess what your kid is going to like? Just, just think about it. You like thug niggas that spin the block and shoot in the air and do shit like that. Guess what your kid is going to like? You listen to music about blowing the side of a nigga's face off in front of your kids and you throw up gang signs and you say gang gang. Guess what your kid is going to like? And guess what your kid is going to turn into? And truthfully, all it is is a reprogramming of what it is that we are not supposed to do. That's what they're program they're programming us to do. It's also a redistribution of hurt and pain. That's all it is. That's that's all it is, man. You know, you could you could blame everybody for so, for your situation. It is easy to point the finger at everybody around you. But you know when you point the finger at anybody, you got three motherfucking fingers pointing right back at your goddamn self. Oh, God, that was a mouthful. I am now hungry. I am now dehydrated. And I am now done with this motherfucking podcast. And you guys already know how I end all of these things. I don't know where you work at. I don't know if you can use your phone. Matter of fact, I don't even know if you wash your motherfucking hands when you come out the bathroom. But pull your phone out for me one good time, one time, for the one time. Pull that phone out. Go ahead and give me that subscribe button. Give me that five stars, man. You know, once you hit that subscribe, you get notifications when these podcasts are dropping. And that's daily, sometimes twice. I cannot say it enough. Ain't nobody fucking with me when it comes to this podcast and shit. Nobody. Every single one of these 
uh, podcasts, episodes, issues, whatever it is that you deem to call this that I do, I, I don't know, whatever you call this shit, uh, they're all recorded in one sitting. No edits, no adjustments, all natural reactions just for me, just ice, just us. Every single one of these episodes are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, the memory of my mother Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. I think it was something else I forgot, but I've, I've, I've put a lot of content into this hour and a half or however long this fucking podcast is going to be because this is two episodes, your first two piece of 2023. For your podcast needs, come fuck with me, man, JP. All right? Once again, I can't say it enough. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, man. You already know that. Papa. Grandson. I plan to. I'm just done. I'm just right now saying my goodbyes and signing off for the justice and the peace. Peace.